Drinks. Hey friends, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. So yeah, we are going to finally, after months of saying that we would, <laughs> uh, months, we've been in existence for a month, two a months. Month. Yeah. Um, uh, so we, uh, this is an episode where we're going to read uh, some some listener emails. Yeah. I'm so excited. I've wanted this forever. Yep. I can't wait. Thanks for uh, emailing us, everybody. It's really fun to read the stories and to see uh, that, you know, everyone out there has got these. Gr- I mean, it's the, if we could have you on, we have to figure out how to get people to call in and talk to us. That'd be really cool. That'd be amazing. Um, but for now, keep keep emailing us because we love it. So today... Oh, and it's uh, whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. If you are inspired, I hope you are, after this episode to send us your stories. We would be so into it. And I always say shit shows. Um, <laughs> it doesn't literally mean you need to send us show like stories about shitting. Yeah. Um, uh, I know that it comes up a lot. <laughs> But you don't have to. It can just be about, like, a parenting horror story of any kind uh, that just, like, broke you. Right? Yeah. It could be anything. <laughs> anything. Uh, should I start? You want to hear this story? Do it. Are you good on the mic there? Uh, am I good on the mic? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, our first story. And I should say, I have, we have not heard, I have not heard the one that you're reading, and you have not heard the one that I am reading. Right. Yeah. So, Miss Melinda Ward emailed us. Um a wonderful story here, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go on ahead and read it. Is Melinda someone you know personally? No, right on. Do you know Melinda? I don't think so. Hey, Melinda, now we know you. Hi. Uh, Thanks for sending us your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, watch her be like, I know you. We grew up together, right? I, We're Facebook friends. Yeah, I don't understand why you don't know me. I'm offended um, <laughs> and I'm hurt. Uh, hi, ladies. You've asked a couple times for people to share horror stories. I have one from trying to go on vacation last year. <laughs> Trying to go on vacation? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My husband and I were taking a trip to Hawaii. Our first no-kid trip since our daughter had been born in 2015. Fuck yeah, dude. My parents offered to take our daughter for the week uh, that we'd be gone. We live in Utah, and they live near L.A., so so in order to do that, we'd have to fly to get to Hawaii. So it was perfect for my parents to come pick her up from the airport between our flights. Oh, wow. That's... Whoa. So they flew from Utah to LA, and then they were like, and then they Come were going to the be airport, like, take, our, take baby, our baby, and then we are going to stay here, yeah. and fly to, and then we're going to go to Hawaii. That's a lot of organization, like that. That takes a lot of sort of everything. All of the cogs and wheels have to be moving at correctly. Yeah, and she says, you know, it's a one and a half hour flight, so it's like just one one hour, one and a half hour flight, drop daughter off, then kid free flight vacation after that. So I can see, like, when you know, okay, there's a we got a flight taking us to Hawaii after this. You're like, all right, I can Fuck handle it. anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I just say really quick? Yeah. Ari and I recently, so it was his birthday. Did I tell you about this? So it was his birthday. <laughs> he turned 42. And um, our we had to get rid of our dog in October because he bit my five-year-old son on the face. Um, <gasps> so, uh, so we had to get rid of him. Uh, which sounds horrible, I know, but also, like, it's a relative who hurts my children, and he can't live in our house. So my friend in <laughs> it's Seattle... Like my, it's like my uncle. No, I'm kidding. That's how I kind of view it. I'm like, this is kind of like... It's almost like, if this was a molesting uncle, we would be like, you can't visit anymore. Sorry. So this is like a dog who bites my kids. Like, you can't live here anymore. I know it's totally different. I'm sorry, listeners, if that was triggering. Um, so... 
so I we we took a flight to Seattle. Uh, I took him on a, for his birthday as a surprise to Seattle to visit the dog Aww. and to visit our f- very good friends. Yeah, and oh my god, just like two hours on a plane both ways was like. A were you guys like? Ah. It was amazing. We pretty much slept the whole time, but the whole time we we're like, we're without kids. We're yeah. without kids. This is great. So this story is the opposite of that. Oh. Okay, great. <laughs> Getting ready. Let's do it. Yeah. So she says, uh, day of the trip, check in, get on the plane, no problem. Just as the seatbelt sign comes on and we're officially stuck in our seats, my daughter's midsection emits this horrible ripping noise. So loud that our friends in the row in front of us turn Wait, around. They have friends. Apparently, their friends are on the flight too. <laughs> uh, okay. Which oh, I, maybe they're all going together. Yeah, they're all they're all going to go to Hawaii together. Apparently. Oh. Uh, so our friend turns around to ask if everything's okay. One even makes the comment that if their body had made that noise, it would surely be because they had been ripped in half. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck with this? Wait, I can't even imagine what the sound is. Rip? It's, it's like, a ripping sound. Or was it like a like a? <laughs> it was like <laughs> zip. <laughs> I bet it was a little like. Oh boy. Something like that. Oh boy. Judging from all the noises I've heard from my children when they feel like they're about to rip in half. (laughs) Our daughter is still babbling and generally happy, and we assume everything is fine. Also, nothing is leaking from anywhere, and we're stuck in our seats anyway. So, how old is the kid? Um, da-dum, da-dum. Uh... I, uh, I'm not sure. So, she was born in 2015, so, well, she's sitting on the lap, so she's got to be under two. Alright. Um, but... I'm not sure. We'll see if it shows up in this story. Uh, she, and she's babbling, so she's got to be under... If she's babbling, she's got to be under one, right? So she's probably a baby baby. Like, oh, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it sounds like eight months because she can sit up and everything, but she's... Uh, take off. Uh, okay, so she's happy. We even pull an additional diaper out from our diaper bag and put it over her current one to help contain anything. Okay. Uh, then... Okay, our, let me just, I'm going to, so my daughter is still babbling and generally happy and we assume everything is fine. Although nothing is leaking from anywhere and we're stuck in our seats anyway, so we decide that we're going to keep her standing as much as possible. <laughs> even when we pull an additional diaper from our, uh, we even pull an additional diaper from our diaper bag and put it over her current. So I'm guessing the noise was like this. Yeah. Not like a, it was like a, a shit, <laughs> shit noise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get up and go to the bathroom as soon as we take off. Takeoff gets delayed for some reason. <laughs> so we're just hanging out on the tarmac, but also still not allowed out of our seats. Decide our dis- uh, daughter decides that she's going to sit down and succeeds, causing a literal fountain of poop <gasps> out the back of her diaper shorts, <gasps> making a mess, but not a completely awful one. Hmm? What? My husband and I pick her up pretty... <laughs> How is that not an awful mess? Right. Is there fecal matter? Everywhere. It just poured out of the back of yep. her shorts? This lady is chill. She's Melinda. awesome. She's, well, she's going to Hawaii. She's still like, it's not going to break me. She's like, I'm already on island time. Yeah. I know we're in Utah. Yeah. There's a yeah. fountain of shit. Right. But it's not that it's bad. It's fine. No big wow. deal. She only has one kid, but she's already... She has she's, the zen of three. She's got the zen of three, man. So... My husband and I pick her up pretty quickly, but then when we're trying to get something to help clean up, my husband bumps our daughter, and she sits down again. And again with the fountain all over me. But this time, 
it's a disaster because my husband's arm is pinning her in the sitting position and he is suddenly unable to understand instructions like stop and move your arm and I really need her to stand up again. So the entire contents of her diaper empty onto my shirt and into my lap and we are still stuck in our seats. Oh my god, and imagine how bad that smells. <laughs> yeah. Because even just when a kid shakes their pants, you're like, oh no, this is horrible. <laughs> and if you're near it even, yeah, you're like, shit, oh, the shit cloud. Yeah, someone has shit their yeah. pants near me. Mm-hmm. So now... So now she, oh I flagged down a god. flight attendant because they're still walking around, and I ask about the bathroom. She apologizes profusely, but she can't let us out of our seats. So I am forced to sit with my poopy child in my poopy lap for another 20 minutes (gasps) while we are waiting for takeoff. Oh, my God. I do have a changing mat that I pull between my daughter and myself just to contain any future leaks. Oh, my God. My daughter then falls asleep. (laughs) The flight attendant comes back with a huge bottle of hand sanitizer and a ton of paper towels. But there's only so much you can do with that when your child is asleep on the mess. Oh, my God. The moment the seatbelt signs are turned off, my husband and I flag down a flight attendant who goes into the airplane bathroom to put down the baby changing station for us and covers it in plastic, (gasps) Dexter style. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? Kudos uh to that lady. Good job. I lift my still-sleeping child and carry her as carefully as I can through the plane, which an attendant told us later was brand new, so that I don't get poop on anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Brand new airplane! (laughs) My husband, standing over me in the open door with a bag for the poopy clothes, me sticking my hands over my shoulders and demanding wipes, clothes, diapers, etc. Oh my god, right? It's like... It's like doing surgery in a war zone, I can only assume. Yeah. I'm obviously yes. so privileged. Well. But yes, it, it, it's just like, twi- like tweezers, biceps, <laughs> yeah. clamps, ah! yeah. diaper cream, diaper cream, desitin. <laughs> wipe. No, wipe. <sighs> Separate this wipe. Uh, well, when we have our mess under control, he takes a huge bottle of sanitizer and goes back to the clean the seat as much as possible. Oh my God, By the time the he returns, my daughter is clean and awake, and so he takes her back to the seats. I'm standing in the bathroom, still covered in poop myself, oh my God. and it's then that I realize my fatal error in all of this. What? We've made this trip many times with my daughter since she was born, and every time I brought extra clothes just in case something like this happened. No, no. Because we've made the trip so many times, and this was just a drop-off for the first time ever. I don't have a change of clothes for my poop-covered shirt and shorts. No, girl, no. I'm forced to strip in the tiny airplane bathroom, wash what I can in the teeny tiny sink. (laughs) Bold move. Then put my soaking clothes back on and go sit for the remainder of the flight in those clothes. Wow, I'm a garbage person because I would have just been like, I guess I'm just going to sit in shit clothes. She actually washed them. Wow. Like a like a lady in a village just washing them on the, in a tiny little river. <laughs> the oh tiniest God. river oh, with the tiniest the salt. Right, the little the- tiny water. It's like... Are you trying to get the shit out? I would have thrown away my clothes because, you know, that's what I do. I would have thrown away my clothes, you would have come, come out, and just, like, sat down and been like, what? I don't want to sit in that shit either. What? This? We're going to Hawaii. It's, yeah. I'm going to be in a bathing suit there. Yeah. This is just like a bathing Warm suit. Up. Bra and underwear. No big deal. <laughs> You've seen people like this before. Yeah. Get over yourself. 
so Utah. The flight at Utah is like, <laughs> yes. where's your prairie dress? <laughs> <laughs> I like your Utah voice. <laughs> <laughs> the flight attendant, as I exited the bathroom, asked me if there was anything she could do. I jokingly answered, a shot of tequila would be great. It was barely 9.30 a.m. Her response, I'm so sorry. I totally would, but I don't have the liquor cart. The liquor cart made sure to make a uh, stop by us where the, uh, wait. The liquor cart made sure to make a stop by us where the attendants were nice enough to treat my husband and I to a couple of adult beverages. The flight attendants Good were also, yes, very nice, um, to stop by with other gifts, premium chocolate and additional snacks oh, because they felt nice. so bad about what we had been through. Aww. Dear what daughter. Air, what airline is this? Um, she doesn't. I don't think she oh. says. Well, it sounds great. Uh, dear daughter had one more additional accent, though not, uh, accident, though not this extreme before we made the handoff to my parents. So when we finally got to California, yes, all of this happened in only a one and a half hour flight. Oh my my parents had exactly one diaper. The one on her butt in which to make the trip home where we had shipped diapers ahead so that they had more at home. Phew. So this, that's, uh, that's the story of how my daughter christened a brand new airplane and how I, <laughs> I came to own. She's like a bottle of champagne except out instead of exploding champagne, it's exploding shit. And how I came to own the most expensive t-shirt and skirt in my closet <laughs> because there aren't a lot of budget choices in LAX. And I did not want to fly another four and a half hours smelling like literal shit. Just a t-shirt that's like, Hollywood! This, like, sarong. Yeah. <laughs> like, hard rock cafe on the butt. Oh, God. Right? Whatever the hell you would buy. LAX! Yeah, like, what? Do, I don't even know what clothes you would buy in L- Either that or it would be, like, Gucci leather pants. Right. <laughs> right. That's what you, Yeah. But hey, Gucci at least leather pants, Hollywood teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really that, that's as LA as it gets. It's Hollywood. Uh, but hey, at least I could honestly say that nothing else on the trip could possibly be worse. And you can be, and you can be damn sure that I always pack a change of clothes for myself now. If you can't love yourself, then how's anybody else gonna love you? That was a great. That's not what she says. If you can't love yourself, how the hell is anyone else gonna? How can you love anyone else? I'm RuPaul. I love you. That was a great story. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Melinda. uh, Melinda Ward. Thank you. Thank you so much for sending that. That was a lovely story. See. That's, I mean, that's right and, there. And we learned a lesson. It was a good mom hack. Always pack an extra set of clothes because you never know who's going to shit on and you. And you don't think about that stuff. I, I never thought about it. I never, ever I never packed extra clothes. I never extra no. set of clothes. No. no. Nope. Uh, but the thought of having to walk around in my underwear, I will now. Or or wet clothes that you had to wash oh. like a, like an a airplane woman in a tiny airplane <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little village woman washing my shit clothes with this little running water. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me do it. Yeah. All right. So this is from Katie Kassler. We know. Yeah. Um, she is in our online mom group, and she is amazing. Um, and, of course, my email was, like, seizing up all of a sudden. Online mom groups. It was all set up, and all Aww. of a sudden it's like, I'm not here. <laughs> here we go. Okay. So Katie writes us. 
My kid turned two a couple months ago. We live in a shitty apartment with no outdoor space, so I signed him up for a class called Tinker Garden. Do you know what Tinker Garden is? Yeah, it's like the kids go outside and play. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it with the girls because I was too scared that they would uh, run away. Yeah, I think that's totally <laughs> Totally. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, it's like a preschool class outdoors. And I was like, so there's no uh, fences Gates or walls? Or uh, so there's nothing that confines them? Our children don't have a problem with that. Uh, oh, my God. I tried to show up for one. There was like a free session. I was like, fuck, yeah. And I, and I But the, the place where they had set it up <laughs> was like a place that if you Googled, there was no address. I yeah. couldn't put an address in my GPS. <laughs> she wouldn't give me an address. She was like, oh, it's the hot springs picnic area, um, which is like not a, there's no address for it. Come to the Tinker Garden at the Hot Springs picnic area. Oh my God. And it made me like so mad because it was, how do I, how I am I supposed go, to know where that is? And she's like, oh, you know, it's just, you go to this place and then you just go a little further. I'm like, what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and so then we like went to go. And this, and, and I kept like texting, she was like, where are you? And I was like, I don't know. Where am I? Where are you? And she's like, well, we're here with this, you know, umbrella or whatever. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and I kept texting her back and forth and she was like, we're, we're all waiting for you. And, then, and that like put a lot of pressure on me. And then I think we like finally, and then I started getting angry because I was like, fuck you bitch for like putting this in a place where it doesn't have an address. Like, I don't have time for this to, like, memorize a new location of a place. Um, just give me an address. And so we finally drove past it. And I was like, fuck this. Fuck you. And we didn't go. <laughs> I kept getting emails about it. I was like, nope. This is dead to me. Just find me with the umbrella. Oh, my God. It, it was in Griffith Park. And it was like this massive park. Fuck you. Anyway. Um, so I signed him up for a class called Tinker Garden, which is heralded as outdoor learning through play. Yep. It sounds great. There's not a lot of information online. Mm, but <laughs> like addresses. <laughs> <laughs> flower crowns and flipping over rocks to see what lives underneath and making those Blair Witch stick figures. We show up to the park and the class is in a grassy area that's enclosed by raw wilderness on one side, an open channel of disgusting runoff water on the other that is thick with sludge and algae. Is that the hot springs? <laughs> that must be the hot by the way, after I read this story, I realized I had just been at this place a week before at a youth Mensa meeting for <laughs> what I thought was a youth Mensa meeting, but it turned out to be a Mensa meeting that I brought my kids to. So what I thought was going to be like all kids was like two kids and then a lot of like weird adults i mean some of them they're all lovely people but it was a lot of oh my god that was a ridiculous so the mensa meeting meeting is in the woods (laughs) yes there was a mensa meeting in the woods it's terrifying we all ate sandwiches 
<laughs> make Blair Witch figures. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, we all made Blair Witch figures, <laughs> and we talked about thermodynamics or whatever. Oh my god. We show up to the park, and the class is in a grassy area that's enclosed by raw... Oh, no, I sorry. There are two things that my kid kid loves more than anything. One, jumping into disgusting water, and two, running off into the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh why God. I could never do it. I think I just peed my pants a little. <laughs> so I already know we're fucked. I'm trying to corral him close to the other children, and literally all of them are staying in a huddle around the teacher, but Emmett is just bolting for the sludge water (laughs) over and over and being dragged back screaming. He finally gives up on the water and darts into the wilderness. I stay in the group and pretend that I'm having a blast so that he'll be drawn back. But instead he stands in the woods and hurls toddler obscenities at me, basically demanding that I join him or die. So here I am singing prayers to the earth in a super exaggerated way. (laughs) So that my asshole kid can hear me. Shanti, shanti, ah. This is so much fun. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and he's screaming at me from a distance, and all the parents are looking at each other like, there's always one. <laughs> oh, girl, I know that. Oh, Katie, oh, that's me. That's why I didn't go, because yeah. I would be the lady who is chasing kids all over the place, and oh everyone else is standing there painting rocks. <laughs> yes. Everyone else's kids are always like, circles? I love circles. And my kid's like, fuck the police. <laughs> I took I took my six-year-old when he was, like, little, like a baby toddler to, um, like, he was probably, like, 17 months old. I took him to, like, a mommy and me yoga class. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be, like, we're going to use the babies in the yoga. But the idea was you do yoga, and then the baby sits in front of you and yeah. plays with toys. <clears throat> yeah. Which is, like, not a thing that any of my kids have ever done. Yeah. They're all, like people of action and they need to go places and disassemble a room uh and and so everyone was doing it and all of their babies were sitting there in front of them while Mm -hmm. they did yoga and they were having such a great time and then my kid was walking around and like taking all the straps down and like and like whipping them around the room and like grabbing all those foam yoga bricks and like throwing them and and i was like "Ah, yoga cobra now i have to get my kid we did toddler yoga with Wes once, and they went around. The lady was like, you're a butterfly. Show me your butterfly. You're a superhero. Show me your superhero. And every time she got to Wes, she'd be like, you're a butterfly. He'd be like, no, I'm not. And he'd just like, sit. I'm a boy. He wouldn't you're do weird. the moves. He wouldn't. He would, he would just sit and stare at her the whole class, and she'd be like, flap your wings. And he was like, I don't have wings. Great. He was, like, so against it. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and every parent in the group showed up as a, a mommy-daddy unit, or oh. daddy came solo so that mommy could sleep in. My kid's dad sleeps in until about 2 p.m. on the weekends, and seeing other dads not being assholes always fires me up. 
Anyway, eventually the leader jumps into, if you're happy and you know it, and my kid comes tearing back from the woods because he fucking loves dancing and clapping. (laughs) The song ends, and now the teacher has won over Emmett, so he follows her to the next activity, which is literally pouring 10 gallons of warm water into a patch of dirt to make super thick, wet mud. No, no, no. Come on. Nope. And handing out buckets and scoopers and pie tins and cupcake molds for an hour, an hour, of making birthday cake for the earth. I can't stress how bummed I was. I hate getting muddy, and for as much as my kid is a human cannonball who loves gross water, he's very precious about getting his hands dirty. Yeah, a lot of my my, my kids are not into that either. They're like, what is it? The girls would dive into it. They would eat it. Paint their bodies. It's birthday cake. Yes. Terrible. And we didn't even bring a change of clothes. Oh my God, Katie, that's horrible. Kids are wearing high boots and waders, and I'm like, where was that fucking memo? My kid's in decent shoes. I'm wearing the only pair of maternity jeans that I own, (laughs) and we're supposed to be squelching in this shit? Everyone dives in, but Emmett is super cautious. Every time he gets a little bit of mud on his hand, he turns to me pleading, Hand? Hand? Oh my god. The teacher tells me to leave it, and we'll clean everything in the end, but I know my kid, and he is not going to go for that. So we go through a whole bag of wipes. Happy birthday, Earth, indeed. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) After about 20 minutes, Emmett has leaned in and is suddenly enjoying scooping up the mud and smearing it on his pants. Pants, shoes, and shirt. He's being applauded. I am screaming inside. I want to leave. This is not for me. He needs to be in a full Dexter kill apron for this to be okay with me. Oh, my God. Dexter, you've really permeated our culture. It has come up now in two different stories. All the other parents apparently expected this and are into it. I am not emotionally prepared, so I stand back humiliated nope. that I'm the only parent who isn't elbow deep in with their kid. Nope. But hey, at least I'm clean. Finally, it's over, and now he is quite insistent that it is time to swim in the slurry water. Yep. Yeah, I, I have been to where she is talking, and yes, it is disgusting. It's just, essentially, it's like a sewer, yeah. like, little, it's not a river to play in. It looks like sewer water, and it's all, you know, there's trash in it and stuff, and it's, like, dangerous to walk in because you could slip and fall. Um, and you're, at the end of the day, you're in Los Angeles, hello, in a park, and Los right, Angeles like Somebody park. could be sleeping in that exactly. water. Exactly. And, well, and the people who Get sleep out of my swamp! Probably shit in that, who knows? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> I try to rye, R-I-E, that parenting uh-huh. thing. I try to rye my way out of it, but at some point during the screaming, I realize I'm going to have to pick him up to get him back to the car, and his shoes and pants are so drenched in wet mud that I know it's going to end up all over me. I'm not able to carry Emmett upright when he's having a fit because he rips off my glasses and frisbees them (laughs) and pulls my hair and claws up my face with his talons. Oh, woman, I know it. I know it. I basically wear him like a crossbody bag back, uh, back to the car so that he can't reach my face, but I can feel his muddy feet kicking my back, and each kick is making me angrier and angrier. 
Outside the car, I tear off all of his clothes and I wrestle him into the car in just a diaper. He has entered a new phase where having clothes removed <laughs> is the greatest insult. Uh-huh. So he is screaming like he's being scolded. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm sweaty from carrying him and covered in mud and so embarrassed. And I close him in the car and I stand outside the car breathing for a long yes, time yes. while he pins pinballs inside. I, uh, oh, yeah. Is, I do that all the time. I just like lean against the trunk and, and I can hear them like, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <sighs> I do the walk around. So my, my mom, I'll, everybody's in and then I walk around slowly all the way around the car back to the I driver's seat. Time. Yeah. And sometimes I'll sit on the back bumper and yeah. I just sit there and I'm like, you're all fucking trapped now. You're contained. Yeah. And now I can breathe. Yeah. Until they like figure out how to like get the car to move. <laughs> and knowing those girls (laughs) oh my god all right so uh i close the car and i stand okay i decide that then uh i decide then that i'm going to treat myself and take myself out to my favorite lunch spot in silver lake what i drive myself over and fight for parking what is happening katie this story is taking a turn I find water shoes and a clean shirt for Emmett in the trunk, but the muddy pants go back on. We head to the... (laughs) The madness has overtaken her. We head into the restaurant, and I'm waiting in line to order as Emmett pushes his stroller around the restaurant, bumping into empty tables and plants, while a man behind the counter looks at me like I'm literally hurting him. We get our numbers, sit down, and without even mildly caring about what other parents are thinking, I fire up a Paw Patrol episode on my phone and yep. I hand it to him. There you Atta go. Girl. This is the reason I have unlimited data. That will buy me 30 minutes of peace to relax and eat. And as I'm eating, the line starts to uh, the line to order is getting longer and longer, and it starts to wrap around our table. Aww. I'm not even glancing up because I know I'm going to be getting those looks. Yeah. I'm just finishing up when a dude in his late 40s, oh boy, who's in line, leans down to the table, oh boy, and says, you know... He's going to become reliant on using screens at restaurants with his over-exaggerated, hey, I'm worried about you guys, look on his face. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. That, like, what's it called? Concern trolling? Fuck you. Fuck you, guy in your 40s. Fuck that guy. Oh. Oh. Did she say what she say? Did she say what she says back to him? Or No. Ladies, I didn't murder that man. (laughs) I was feeling too fragile, and as we determined earlier, I didn't have on my kill apron. (laughs) Instead, I sort of laughed and said, too late, and became (laughs) very fake busy so that I didn't have to speak to any, so that we didn't have to speak anymore. We got home at 1 p.m., and Dad was still asleep. You know what? You know what? When somebody does that, you just go, "Oh my gosh, you are right." And then I'm not, I mean, it's a vice-free zone, but take that fucking phone away and then look at them and don't break eye contact while your child screams. And then say, "What are you going to order?" You know, like just like, "Fuck you, you fuck." This is why. You want to come into this restaurant and eat? So do I. In order for it to happen for all of us, that fucking Paw Patrol has to be on you, dumb ass. Oh, my God. You know, I'm sure that there was a time in my life where I was, you know, carefree, 
probably had a baby and was like, he's oh, never going to watch baby. television. He's never going to, I'm going to oh. always do what they say. And then, um, he, and he, and I had a good kid mm-hmm. who would do that. But then, um, you know, there's a point when the kids don't do that yeah. and you start to go, oh, well, it's not fair to the other people that are here and I'm the parent and I can make a fucking decision on how I'm going to raise my child and I my- don't need you. Yeah. To comment on it. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. <clears throat> after being kicked, going through shitty Tinker Garden class. Feeling judged by everyone. Feeling judged by everyone. Feeling upset there, no. about being a single mom. I probably would take off my boot and hit the, hit the guy with it. Feel oh, like, my God. Hit you with my boot. And all like, and at least you have this meal. And at least this kid is shutting the fuck up and watching Paw Patrol. I love that she was like, too late. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah. Why do you look up and you go, he's not my kid? Or if she just... I don't know who that is. she just made that, like, uh, throat-cutting motion, yeah. she was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> or just be like... You. <laughs> middle finger. Just a slow middle finger, wind, wind it up, and just stare at him like a psycho, and be like, oh. Because you're already... I mean, the fact that she was like, I'm going out to lunch, tells me, like, she was past it at that point. That is just the cherry on the awful Sunday. <laughs> you know what? You know what else isn't good? To fucking talk to a psychotic rage-filled <laughs> mother, you bitch! <laughs> oh, my God. What makes people think they can talk to people like that? I don't know. I would like, never... yourself. I would never bend over and like, um... You know. You know, you're really hurting your child. I, I wouldn't even say that to a good friend of mine. Like, everyone's got their own shit. You know what? I'm going to start doing... I'm going to start going to Tinker Garden. <laughs> And I'm going to stand outside of it. And I'm going to just say, you know, this class is fucking bullshit. Here's an iPad. <laughs> she tried. She tried to do she that. Tried to she tried do to right teach thing. the do the nature. I didn't even try. I was like, no, fuck that shit. My kids are going to be Sounds in the lake, dirty. jumping and climbing trees, <laughs> off hanging out with Bob the homeless guy down there. You know, like, and I'm going to be standing there doing kumbaya. <laughs> Same thing. I was like, it's not going to work. Or I would just be running, running through Tinker Garden, and they'd all be like, oh, look at her. She doesn't have, she can't do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That reminds me, like, I hate it when you go to a playground and you have a little kid. I always had the little kid who would make a break for it. Yeah. And everyone would leave the gate to the playground open. Oh, shut the gate, people. Shut the fucking gate. Because I was always like, oh, oh, rumph, and like, shut the gate and be like, gate. And my kid, yeah, would like leave. Or yeah. the people that bring toys to the playground and don't expect to share them. Oh, fuck no. You don't bring a toy to the Hell playground and get mad no. if another kid plays yeah. with it. Sorry, Ooh, dude. No, that's no, no, rules no, no. of the playground. No. You bring a t- toy to the playground. You expect everyone Everyone to can it. play with it. And that's what that kid knows. Before you walk in, you tell the kid that. Yep. We're bringing this to the playground. Anyone <clears> can <throat> use it. If you lose it, that's what happens. And 100%. that's it. When I go and my kid starts playing, it's usually a little like... Eight-month-old kid sitting in the sand with a little thing or mm-hmm. a two-year-old or something. And then my kid comes over and, like, takes a shovel and starts shoveling. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, no. the mom will be like, oh, oh. No, that's Dylan's shovel. Yeah, and you're like, really? Can you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Welcome to the parenting club, bitch. <laughs> this is everybody's shovel now. <laughs> Go home with your shovel by yourself. Or those ride-on cars when they bring the <gasps> fucking ride-on yes, yes, car. Yes, 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 yes. You bring that riding car inside the gate. Everyone's going to take a ride. 
Everyone gets a ride on a ride on car. And otherwise, leave it outside of the gate. And yep. then we know, no, it's off limits. It's outside of the yep. gate. But if you bring it in and you park it by the bench, all the kids are going to get in it. They're going to open it up. They're going to eat the snacks that you put in the little hood there. Yes! Don't put the snacks in the hood. Don't they, put your private things don't. inside they, there. Everyone's going to open it the up. kids all know that that's where the snacks are. Yep, yep, so they're like, yep. sweet, and these are not my snacks, so they're better snacks. And this is a sippy cup that's not mine. All the better to put my mouth on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to drink this. It's, it's yeah, it's totally breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Oh, my Ugh. God. Yes. We are in agreement about all of that shit. Yeah. And if I you guys aren't, it. then don't come to my playground. Got it? <laughs> it's my playground. It's my playground. <laughs> don't you come to my playground. I don't go to your tinker garden. <laughs> come to my playground and don't share. I go to your tinker garden and slap the dick out of your mouth. What? <laughs> Amanda, what are you talking about? But, I don't know. I've lost my mind. <laughs> I love tinker garden. <laughs> Ooh. Oh boy! Why is there a sex worker here? She doesn't have a child. She's alone. I love playing in the mud. Oh just boy! A, just a, a, an adult at Tinker Garden, like, hey guys, I heard it's a free class. I like classes. I like singing "Happy Birthday to the World." Are we making cakes or what? <laughs> Thank you so much, Katie Kassler. Thanks, uh, thanks, guys, because my abs are a little tighter. Oh, that was delightful. I'm sorry I just laughed through that whole episode. Don't apologize. I think that was the point. That was great. Oh, please send us your stories. Like I said, Why Mommy Drinks Podcast at Gmail. We want to read them on the air. Yeah. Uh, and those were just so delightful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was sponsored by Tinker Garden. <laughs> I think they might pull the plug on that sponsorship. I think they might do. It's okay though; the classes are free. Um, Katie Kassler, you're doing a great job, man. Melinda Ward, you're doing a great job. Betsy, you're doing a great job. Thanks, Amanda. You are also doing a great job. Hey, man. Thanks. And uh, listeners, you too. You're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. <laughs>